Good evening, everyone, and welcome to this important live session on climate change and its impact on air pollution-related health issues. I'm your host, Metri, and joining us today is Dr. Nikhil Modi, an expert in respiratory, critical care, and sleep medicine. Welcome, Dr. Modi. Thank you, Metri. It's my pleasure to be here to discuss this important topic. To kick things off, Dr. Nikhil, could you please explain how climate change is contributing to the escalation of air pollution-related health problems? It's a very important question, Matri, if I say, because with industrialization, we have seen more and more automobiles coming, fossil fuels being used, leading to a lot of carbon dioxide levels being increased, which is causing global warming at one place, as well as it is contributing to a lot of pollution. The PM 2.5, which we talk about in pollution, is one prime example of that. So this pollution due to industrialization and economic growth, which I may say, is contributing to a lot of issues. We see some of them being there because when we inhale this air, respiratory symptoms comes to light immediately. So a symptom like cough, runny nose, which may be visible, but actually on long run, due to this industrialization, uh, which we call, this pollution level is being high throughout the year now, which contributes to chronic lung problems like COPD, it is an important risk factor to many cancers, importantly the lung cancer, as well as heart issues, and it can precipitate heart attacks as well. So, in that way, we are, though industrializing, but we are also causing a lot of pollution impacting our health. Thank you, Dr. Modi, for explaining the connection between climate change and air pollution-related health problems. Dr. Nikhil, what are the specific respiratory and health issues that individuals may face due to worsening air quality caused by climate change? Uh, Maitri, if I talk about problems, so you can say the problems can grossly be divided into two groups. One are the acute problems. Acute problems are the one in which as we inhale this toxic air with which causes immediate symptoms. So immediate symptoms when the pollution levels are very high, which we see are sneezing, nose block, runny nose, lethargy, watering of eyes, itching in eyes, sore throat, change in voice, cough, and breathing difficulty. But these symptoms are most of the time allergic and they are short-lived. We can easily control them. But at the same time, there are a group of chronic problems that is this constant exposure to pollution is causing changes in our body. Some of them being COPD, lung cancer, which was initially thought to be only associated with smoking is on the rise and many non-smokers as well as individuals in young age are having lung cancer. It increases risk of heart attacks, cardiac problems, it increases risk of stroke and even if you say any other organ may be affected due to this rising pollution. Thank you, Dr. Nikhil, 
for shedding light on the specific health issues associated with deteriorating air quality. Dr. Nikhil, could you elaborate on the connection between air pollution and conditions like asthma, bronchitis, and cardiovascular diseases? Yeah, so Maitri, as I was talking in the previous question also, so this direct exposure to toxic airs, which is full of particulate matter, which is full of n number of toxic gases, as well as large number of chemicals. So all of these, especially in patients who have tendency to have allergy, when they are exposed to these inhaled gases and inhaled mixture of toxins, so that precipitates immediate congestion. So your airways becomes narrow, you find it difficult to breathe, there is a lot of mucus production, you have cough, phlegm production. So in this way, asthma gets worsened. Talking about other diseases, the mucus which gets trapped, it may cause increased risk of pneumonias, it may cause increased risk of tuberculosis as well as other infections. As well as these particulate matters, when we talk about pollution, we talk about particulate matter 2.5 microns because these are so small, when you inhale them, it reaches deep into the lungs and from there it can go into the blood vessels as well. So once they reach there, they can clog the blood vessels leading to cardiovascular risk, MIs, heart attacks and that is how the cardiovascular risk is seen. Thank you for elaborating on the connection between air pollution and these health conditions. Dr. Nikhil, how does long-term exposure to air pollution impact public health, especially in urban areas? I would like to say that this is a very important question because most of the time when we are talking about pollution, we talk about it only in winters when the problem is at its maximum. But actually, if we see this problem persists throughout the year, it may be very high right now, but it persists throughout the year. And constant exposure to all these chemicals produces changes in our airways, changes in our lungs, as well as changes in many other organs. So that is how chronic diseases are precipitated. One of the most important chronic disease is COPD, that is chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, in which the airways are permanently damaged and you have breathlessness throughout the year. Then comes lung cancer, then comes heart attack risk. These are all chronic diseases, which is due to the constant exposure to this pollutants. Thank you, Dr. Nikhil, for highlighting the widespread impact of long-term air pollution exposure in urban areas. Dr. Nikhil, what are some of the vulnerable populations that are at higher risk due to air pollution, and how can we protect them? Right now, if I say, Maitri, that all the pollution, all the people, whether they are children, whether they are elderly, whether they are young adults, all are facing issues due to this pollution. But if we talk about specific group who will have maximum damage, so I would say either children, because they are young, they are young and their lungs are still in developing phase, and the constant exposure can bring in a lot of changes in, at an early age, which may suffer at a young age also. So children as well as elderly, because their lungs with age have already gone weak and once they are exposed to this, the trouble may be more. So young people, elderly are most important group which get maximally affected by this pollution. 
Thank you, Dr. Nikhil, for emphasizing the need to protect vulnerable populations from air pollution's effects. Dr. Nikhil, what measures can individuals take to minimize their exposure to air pollution, given that climate change is an ongoing global issue? Though we are saying that climate change is an ongoing issue, Matri, but I would like to point out that it is each individual's duty to make sure that this air pollution with climate change is not occurring. Though industrialization is going to increase, but we can take steps to minimize this pollution at individual level also. We just say that it's government's duty to minimize the pollution, but it's everyone's duty because it's our future, it's our children's future, which is at stake right now. To protect, because these measures may take a long time to control this pollution, to protect ourselves right now, I would advise whenever the pollution levels are high, avoid going out. Especially early morning and evening times, the pollution levels are at its worst. Please don't go out. If you have to go out, please wear a mask. A COVID pandemic we have been through recently, it has made us learn that Wearing a mask is protective against many infections. Similarly, it is protective against a lot of harms of pollution as well. So please wear a mask when you are going out. Further, maintain your health with regular exercises, breathing exercises, especially yoga, swimming, any form of activity which strengthens your lung is going to go a long way. Eat a healthy diet, regular fruits and vegetables, are very essential to maintain our antioxidant and vitamin balance which are necessary to fight evils of this pollution. So please do that. Thank you, Dr. Nikhil, for sharing practical steps individuals can take to reduce their exposure to air pollution. Dr. Nikhil, could you share some insights on the importance of public policy and government initiatives in combating air pollution and its health consequences? Yeah. So. As I was telling you, Matri, that the government policies and all other measures, public health measures are going to take time. But still, I would say most of the governments are now aware of this, that it has to end as early as possible. Incoming of and promotion of electric vehicles to reduce the fuel combustion, fuel consumption in various automobiles is going to go a long way. We need to take care of other measures like this prali burning, which always causes trouble. And that already the government has, in, has it in pipeline to control that. Apart from that, shifting of industries, shifting to low polluting fuels, all these measures are being taken but uh, the responsibility not only lies with the government, what I feel, it's every individual's duty because we become complacent and we stop taking measures to control the pollution at our front. Thank you, Dr. Nikhil, for underscoring the importance of public policy in addressing air pollution. Are there any recent advancements in medical treatments and technologies that can help individuals cope with air pollution-related health issues? See, the pollution-related issues are going to come gradually over age. So those who already have developed asthma or asthma-like symptoms, who already have respiratory issues, 
should be in regular touch with their doctors so that their disease doesn't worsen due to pollution apart from that i think health checks preventive health checks is the need of the hour because these comprehensive health checks do include tests to monitor your respiratory health your cardiac health so any impact of the pollution which is coming up by these uh, preventive health checks you can identify that in at an early stage and take appropriate measures for that talking about recent advancements so though the treatment of asthma and copd has come a long way even lung cancer the medicine cations have improved there uh, the complications of pollution can be controlled at an early stage but i would still say don't take a chance as we always say prevention is better than cure so take precautions from pollution right now don't let the disease come into your body and just depend on the advancements though we have the advancements with us but still it will be best if you don't catch any disease thank you dr nikhil for highlighting the advancements in medical treatments and technologies dr nikhil how can communities and cities become more resilient to the effects of climate change and reduce air pollution so it is not an individual duty it is not a government duty if you have to make our cities healthy if you have to make our communities healthy measures are to be taken at the government level at the community level at the individual level only a mixture of all these can ultimately bring out the best in our environment we can plant more trees that can help to reduce the pollution we can take measures not to burn coal wood which has been there throughout the year so these levels should come at individual community as well as government directives to reduce this pollution thank you dr nikhil for outlining strategies for building resilience in communities and cities dr nikhil what are some of the lifestyle changes that people can make to mitigate the impact of air pollution on their health adopt healthy lifestyle which is simple eat healthy eat right your diet should be rich in antioxidants and vitamins which you can get from various fruits green leafy vegetables eat them eat them right in the right quantities as well as exercise build up your immunity build up your health build up your lung capacity any form of exercise or any form of yoga can help you in building this up so please do that thank you dr modi for highlighting the importance of individual lifestyle changes dr nikhil how can individuals and communities raise awareness about the link between climate change air pollution and health concerns once each and every individual starts recognizing that pollution is a menace and fulfills his duty regularly to control that then he can make one person can make others in the community aware once it reaches a smaller community that group can do activities to implement and make others educated about that slowly and steadily this right message can be communicated at a higher level at the government level or at maybe the world level only then we are going to achieve this control thank you 
Dr. Nikhil, for emphasizing the importance of raising awareness on these critical issues. Dr. Nikhil, are there any success stories or best practices from different regions that have effectively addressed these issues? Uh, I cannot quote a single uh, thing in which uh, uh, I would say that to, there have been practices to control this. But uh, I would like to give example of one country which is Bhutan. So they have a negative carbon dioxide ratio. That is the amount of carbon dioxide they produce is less as compared to which is cleaned by that city. So maybe the laws and regulations, maybe maintaining the greenery in their country has helped a lot. So maybe we should take example of that country and if it is spread to the world, then maybe the world will become a very better place. Thank you, Dr. Nikhil, for sharing examples of successful initiatives from different regions. Dr. Modi, can you share your thoughts on the role of renewable energy sources and sustainable practices in reducing air pollution and promoting better health? Renewable energy has a very, very, very important role. So, if you quote an example, the advent of electric vehicles is one of the biggest thing I think which is being done because they run on electricity which we are producing from what use of water so water is a renewable source it doesn't pollute anything this electricity can be used and we are not using fossil fuels at all so there is no combustion no pollution so this is one of the prime example in which renewable source is being used and I think Gradually, over the time, we should adopt these type of renewable resources all over so that we can minimize use of these fossil fuels and other combustion materials which cause pollution. Thank you, Dr. Modi, for stressing the role of renewable energy and sustainability in improving air quality and health. Dr. Nikhil, as we conclude this session, what message or advice would you like to leave our viewers with regarding their role in mitigating the impact of air pollution and climate change on their health? So, Maitri, if I have to summarize it, pollution is a big menace. Right now, when we talk about pollution during this season, it's at its worst, but make sure that you maintain yourself away from all the complications throughout the year not just now and eat healthy do regular exercise wear a mask when going out and take all the steps necessary so that this pollution is not the future thank you thank you dr nikhil for your valuable insights before we wrap up do you have any final thoughts or resources you'd like to recommend to our audience for further information on this topic? Yeah. So, protect yourself. As I said, prevention is better than cure. Protect yourself from pollution so that you don't have to face any troubles due to that. Still, if you are having symptoms, catch hold of them in early stage. Visit a doctor timely so that the symptoms can be controlled early. You don't have to face trouble due to that. Thank you. Thank you to our viewers for joining us in this important discussion. We hope this session has provided valuable insights and motivated you to take action in addressing air pollution and its health consequences.